Or very serious matter. One dude had hiccups for fifty years straight. If I had f- hiccups for fifty years straight, I would just not. I wouldn't want to live anymore at that point. Wow, that is that's yeah, it's that serious. <clears throat> I I can feel your pain right now. Yeah, I hate hiccups. Like it seems like childish because babies have hiccups. <laughs> Stuff and they don't come <laughs> But the older, here. the older you get, you're like, oh, oh no, yeah, I'm like, not exactly. Right. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's like and, my heart's gonna cave, cave in. At the same time, when when you're like young, you just have the hiccups and you can't do anything about it, and you just don't care. But when you get older, you try everything possible to get rid of them mm-hmm. but it doesn't work <laughs> Morgan used to I remember Morgan used to say crap like she would be like oh yeah you have to fill a glass it has to be a glass fill it with water has to be filtered <clears throat> water you put a teaspoon no a tablespoon of sugar in it stir it up with a butter knife and then touch the butter knife to your forehead as you drink all of the sugar water in one go <laughs> and then your hiccups will be gone I'm like, dang! I'll be so, I'll be doing all that crap. My hiccups have been gone, and I wouldn't even yeah. notice. And then I drink the crap, and I'm like, oh wow, it worked! But really, it just took me so long to do all that. But my hiccups are gone. Like that'll give you hiccups. I, I guess I'm like, I just usually hold my breath. <laughs> no, Dad used to. I mean, he he told us like, whenever we had hiccups, he's like, oh yeah, you know, the most scientific. I've researched all this stuff, and the best way to get rid of hiccups is, is if you, like, exhale completely, let all your air out, and then hold your breath, and then hold your breath when you don't have any air in your lungs. And I've tried that on so many occasions, and it just hurts even worse when I finally hiccup and I don't have any air in my lungs. Sheesh. Well, it seemed to work for me. I just did it, and I haven't hiccuped yet. Well, I literally just did it. Well, I guess, I guess. uh, Yeah, so you just have weak soft lungs, is what it is. Well, I guess I'll work on that. I'll do some, uh, do some breathing 
techniques. Exercises. Yeah, I did that with Felix. Last time I hung out with him. When was that? He, I don't know. It was a while ago, but he's like, he's like, uh, hey, man, he woke me up like, hey, hey, sit up. I was like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, well, we're going to do some breathing techniques, okay? And then he just pulled up this app on his phone and we were both just looking at it and like breathing. And I couldn't look at him while we were doing it or else I would just like bust out laughing. Because he's over there and he's just like, <laughs> I don't know, it was just weird. And uh, I have this, I have this like on my Apple Watch, it, I always get this notification. It's like breathe. And it says like breathing every day can help clear your mind and all this stuff. And oh, I'm man, like, I hate those days when I forget to breathe. <laughs> breathing yeah. every day, got to remember to get in your daily breathing. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, yeah, I should definitely do that. And then I clear the notification and I'm like, yeah, not right now, though. What other lies did Morgan used to tell us to be like, oh, this works. This voodoo crap. Do this. Um, She's like, if you have brain freeze, um, just pull your shirt over your head and shake your shake your head. I do remember that one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. see, I don't remember a lot of those, but I do remember Morgan. Uh, I mean, she used to like she used to do this thing where whenever she would like do an action, like she would do something, but she would say whatever she did. Like, she would try to punch you, and she'd be like, punch. And I was, I was so weird. Do you remember that at all? I think. She'd be like, slap. Or jump. Or kick or something. I just felt the pain. Wait, what? She would be like, we'd be in the car, and she's like, if if you don't put on your seatbelt and it, and it stops beeping, once it gets done beeping, it automatically calls the police. <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot! I gotta put my seat. On. That's that's just, uh, yeah, that just got unlocked from my brain somewhere. It was hidden away. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't remember when I. I don't remember when I stopped believing that. It was probably recently. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm like, I don't think it really calls the cops if it doesn't if it stops beeping. Because I put crap on my passenger seat and it beeps, 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 and it won't shut up. I'm like, there's nobody sitting there. It's just my backpack. And then it stops, and the police have never come. So <sighs> you're just living, living on edge. What else she say, Morgan? I don't know. She said a lot of stuff. You in school right now? Am I doing school? Yeah, you're doing school. You just don't work. You're just cutting up chickens. I ain't cutting up no chickens. I mean pigs or cows. I ain't cutting up no pigs, no cows. You cutting up? Some, you're cutting up something. You cut no. Ain't no cows no more. There's chunks of meat by the time I get them. Chunks of meat? How big are those chunks of meat? It'd be anywhere from two pounds to bigger. fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. I've seen bigger. Fifty pound hunk of meat. Try try maneuvering that with a meat hook. So so you had to like push them around the little tracks and stuff. What are you talking about like how are like they're on meat hooks, right? But aren't the meat hooks on like, like, uh, like all, almost like almost like those little racks and stuff that the doors are on on Monsters Inc. and they like slide around? No, no, the meat hooks in my dang hand. Oh, I know, but like, look, I know, but no, look, but Hiram, wait, wait, you do not, you do not carry around how how, how, how big of a piece of meat was it? 
How many pounds? Like 30. Oh, that's not that average. That's not as bad as I was. Oh, thinking. that's not that many. Look, I'm talking about a meat hook in my hand. Okay. I grabbed the hunk of meat. It's 30 pounds at least. Wow. Pounds. Look, they ship it to the place. You are big, man. You are big. So I just work in the meat factory. I don't work in a slaughterhouse. They send the meats already sectioned. They already sectioned the pieces. But it's the ribs. Like this, the... Booty meat. Whatever. Eat. The booty meat. The brisket. Crap. The shoulder. Like, here it is. And it's already individually... Wrapped in plastic, so you, so first they gotta wait. So unwrap. So you poke it with a meat hook mm-hmm. while it's wrapped in plastic. Or you unwrap it, then poke mm-hmm. it. No, I got to poke it to unwrap it. Oh, well, look, here's the ting. I mean, I only do that sometimes when we ain't got stuff to do. I work in cook prep. That's called trim line. No, no. First, there's unboxing. They unbox the crap. Ooh. Take them out of the boxes. I'm like, why don't they just ship it like in a mass shipment already, not in boxes, but whatever. I don't, they do what they do. You ever, you ever be unboxing like iPhones? No, I don't be doing that unbox therapy. Oh, you just be unboxing meat? No, I don't even do the unboxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The other guys, that's like the easiest job. The, they literally open box and dump the meat into a big fat. You're the cook prep, right? Thing. Is that what you said, cook prep? Yeah, mostly. Cook prep. I get the crap ready. So look, first they unwrap the stuff, they trim it, trim line, they trim the fat off, they cut it into the pieces they want or whatever. All right. They put it through some injectors and injects it with, with some stuff. They put it in the tumblers and they tumble it around it, with whatever whatever stuff they want on it, like spackle or whatever. Ew. Spice things, some juicy juice. So Anyways, weird. then it comes to us. And then I get it. In giant, like literal ton of meat in a they call them combos. They're big fat. Wait, wait. Wait, so you get these, you, you get all the speckled, juicy meat and stuff? That's what you, yes. that's stuff you got to poke? Wait, so after it's speckled mm-hmm. and juiced, they wrap it? Speckled? They wrap what? No. Well, you said they you have to get the plastic off somehow with the meat hook. No, the wrap... The plastic already been off since they... Look, they unbox it, and if it's frozen, they thaw it or whatever. And then they... And then all the dudes unwrap it. They take all the plastic out, they dump the meat, and that's when they trim the fat off and crap. Ah, well, you were saying that you did that. Like, you were like, yeah, I, I, I poke. do do that a lot. Well, you said you were yeah, in cook you prep. Guys... All right, I'm in cook prep. Yes, mostly. <laughs> but sometimes they're being slow. The, the, the trim line's being slow. The injector's mostly being slow because they break down sometimes. And the tumbler dudes mess around. So the tumbler's sometimes being slow. And also the meat's just got sitting there for tumble. From anywhere to five minutes to like two hours. Oh wow! So, yeah. So, depending on what the meat is or what the product is, that's what we're waiting on. So, if I'm waiting, sitting there, and I'm like, "Ain't nothing for me to prep to cook," so I walk back. So I just go. They dump the meat in, and I just grab it with a meat hook, rip that plastic open, dump the hunk of meat out, and then the dudes, and then send it down the conveyor belt, and the dudes be cutting it with their. Little knives. And Yo, crap. you get any salt bay action going on? You ever do any yeah, salt spri- yeah. salt sprinkling? Absolutely, because that's when Absolutely. we get it. See, that's when we get this stuff. Absolutely. For cook prep, and we we prepare it to be cooked. Okay. You know, so you be doing the salt bay action. Exactly. Oh. If that's what they need, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be speckled. Like there's prime rib. You slap it on a horn. It's basically a funnel that's sideways. 
you sprinkle that crap all over it, the speckle. It's real nice, real yummy. Speckle. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then you shove it in a little bag. Oh. You poke holes in the bag so it can breathe. You shove it in a bigger bag with a handle on it. And you slap it in a vacuum seal machine. It, the conveyor belt takes some of the machine and Wait. sucks all the air out. Do we got lungs? How yeah. do we breathe? Okay. So you ever be cutting like big hunks of meat off and throwing it at the camera? What camera? <laughs> no, it's usually just at each other. Uh oh. Not big hunks of meat. Just little ones. <laughs> meat wars. For real. Wait, like, hold up. Be... You're you're okay. a meat boy. And then miss you. One time no. Okay. One time there's this guy, the the um quality assurance guy. He was walking around making sure everybody's wearing the masks, wearing gloves, not picking crap up off the ground. He's walking okay. around. And then one of this guy, he's like 70-year-old dude that got out of jail or whatever. He hucks this. It was this netting because sometimes you got to put the, the, the meat in nets. Huck, wait, he huck? This net. What is huck? He hucked it. Like hucked it. You know what I'm saying? Like chuck it. Okay. Well, he picked it up and threw well, it basically. Why you say that? All right. Well, then. I mean – Anyways, I he took this net mean, but... that was on the meat. Right. He took this net on the meat okay. that was on the meat, cut it off the meat. But it's got all this meat, juicy juice, okay. and all the seasoning in it. It's spicy. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So he throws this spicy meat net at one of the other guys, <laughs> right as right as this um, this quality control, quality assurance guy walks in front of it, and boom, smacks him right in the freaking face. And his mask wasn't even all the way up. I'm like, you're the quality assurance guy, but his mask is down. And his and he's wearing glasses, but boom, smacks him right in the face, and he's like, he's like "What the what?" what? <laughs> but he didn't see who threw it or where from. And I'm like, "Weren't me?" And he was like, "Everybody just act normal." <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, <laughs> he just walks out. He takes, he like swings his iPad around that's hanging on a little shoulder strap and everything. Oh god! He like takes a he, after he cleans out his eyes, he like takes a picture of the net. Just on the ground there. I don't know. So he can tell I'm reporting somebody this. like, yeah, he's like, I'm reporting this. He's like, this net flew through the air and specked me in the dang face. Sends it with a picture. And I'm just sitting there like putting putting 30 pound pieces of meat on a rack. Yo, if if, if, if anybody comes up to you about it, you just got to be like, prove it. They can't. What happened? They can't prove Pixar it. Pixar didn't happen. They can't. Okay, so you took a picture of a net on the ground. Like, there's a bunch of nets on the ground. He could have totally just placed that there. Right. You know? He planted it. Yeah, it was planted. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be looking for stuff to do. Like, do, do you have to I, wear multiple I dropped masks? a knife on him. No, I just wear one mask. All right. All right, Dick. Yeah, one time, one time I dropped a knife on the ground and I'm doing stuff. I wasn't using that knife. But whenever we drop anything on the ground, like a tool like that, a meat hook or a knife, pick it up and you wash it off before you use it again. Obviously he comes over. He's like, I have been working here for months. This is common knowledge from day one. He comes over. He's like, um, just so you know, you, if you pick up that knife, you need to wash it before you use it again. <laughs> I'm like, gee, thanks. <laughs> oh, really? Like, Dang. What will we do without you, bro? This is why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah. Oh, one time he came up to me. He was a package. It was a piece of meat already packaged and cooked and everything. He brought it back through the line, all the way back up. And he's like, looked at me and this other guy. He's like, "You see that in there?" I'm like, "Mm-hmm." There's a blue piece in the meat. He's like, "There's a blue piece." He's like, "See, that's a piece of glove." And you guys aren't being careful with your gloves. And I'm sitting there wearing purple gloves. I'm like, "Gee, 
I'm like that. That's not even my size because the blue gloves are either small or extra large, and I wear large, which are purple. I never wear blue gloves, and come find out, it wasn't nobody's gloves. It was some trash that somebody else put in there, <laughs> like on so purpose. Like, <laughs> it was no, planted. It was planted. <laughs> no, it was part of the plastic from the guys that were opening the plastic and dumping the meat. Some of the plastic. Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah. I, oh yeah. He's like, this is part of your gloves. You guys need to change gloves if they rip. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I wear purple gloves. So, go away. Yeah, and usually you can tell the difference of, like, material. Because the, the gloves are, like, that weird latex stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the plastic that the meat comes in is, like... No, but it was inside the package. He hadn't even opened it. He just took a look at it and was like, what, what, the, what the gloves? <laughs> yeah. is, this guy intimi- yeah. is this guy intimidating? Like, at no, all? he's not intimidating at all. He's okay. like Paul Blart, mall cop, like legit. Okay. He's like Paul Blart. He's just power tripping or something. Like, I don't know. I was imagining. Like health inspectors can't be cool dudes. I've never met a cool health inspector. Yeah. I was imagining. I'm watching some show right now. And I was imagining the assistant manager guy. He's just like. He's <laughs> just like everything that an assistant manager would be. And Are you talking about Dwight? Well, yeah. Like that. There is a blue club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like Dwight. It's like he's like, yeah. he's like, can I be the, can I be the assistant? He's like, no, but you can assist me. He's like, okay, I'm the assistant. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in charge here, you guys. Do as I say. I have the authority now. Yeah, there's a no. there, like the exact same type of character is in this show called Chuck. With uh, oh, yeah. have you seen that? Yeah, I know. You, you know what I'm talking about. I watched the first episode. That's it. Yeah. Dude, oh, it's so good. It's like one of my favorite shows. And I think it might be my favorite. Anyway, anyways, there's this some assistant manager, and he's like this bald guy with like glasses, and he just has like, like he has a little bit of like some feminine, uh, traits, but he's like he's a little fruity. Yeah, <laughs> little fruit loop. Yeah, he's just a little fruity, but he goes around talking like everything is you know it has to be, and like he's in charge, but he's really not. Right. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I do basically. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we do. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when we got turkey breast, we'd be sprinkling the like uh, the pe- the black pepper, like the pepper. like the 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 peppered pepper. Oh, that stuff is so good. Yeah, basically any meat that you've ever eaten, um, I've done that. Uh, okay. Beef jerky, done it. Oh, really? We do beef jerky. Like, uh, for what brand? Um, the beef jerky we do is literally just for them. They only sell it in their oh, they have like store okay. on the front of the on the front of the place. They don't ship that or sell that to anybody. <laughs> they just sell it straight to people from their front store. Well, that's kind of smart, though. Yeah, I guess. So, and it's basically just like extra trim trimmings or whatever. They're like, ah, oh, dang, we can't do anything with this because they're just little pieces of meat. So, like, turn it into jerky. Yeah, let's turn it into turkey. Shoot. Like, oh. That makes sense. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. But then we got to lay it all out on a rack one piece at a time. And you were doing like a thousand pounds of beef jerky. Like, that's a lot of little pieces. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I haven't worked in like... Also be grilling. Be grilling carne asada. Ah. Uh, God, yes. Yeah. Ribs. 
know what I'm saying? Dude, oh, you'd be, right to... you'd be grilling. Oh, what's it called? Oh, what's it called? It's, uh... Chicken? No. Chicken carnitas. It is pork. But it is called... Wait, what pastor. is it? Describe it? Oh, al pastor. Pastor. Duh. That's what it is. Pastor. pastor. Those are the taco guys. There's, like, specific guys just for taco meat. Yeah, that's... So we don't do that. That stuff's really good. I love... Al pastor. pastor. Put, put some little pineapples in it. Mm. Little pineapples. Mm. Put some of that. Mm. Little pineapples. <laughs> get a little, get a little bit of cilantro. Put a little cilantro in there. Ooh, lime juice. Ooh. Yeah, I don't want to work in food. Like, I don't know. Me neither. I've man. never. I'm about to get out. Okay, what you gonna, what you gonna do after that then? Been handling meat, financial stuff, business stuff. I'm gonna handle. I'm gonna handle money. <laughs> okay, that invest. That's, that's a little. That's a, stonks. That sounds a little bit better than handling meat. Banks, stonks. Mm-hmm. Okay, stonks, stonks. I mean, if piece of meat. Like sometimes I'll be having a piece of meat in my hands that's worth eight hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So really, you handling money? Really, I'm handling money. Well, why? There's one time, you know this what? man's I work with. You know what? Hold on, hold on. Now listen. No, 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 no. For real. No, this is just a small, right, small little thing. Whenever somebody asks you what you do, don't say you handle meat. Don't do that. Be like, yo, I, I don't. I say I work in a meat factory. <laughs> don't say that either. <laughs> just say you handle money. And if they ask yeah, you, well, Stuart oh, well, seemed you mean... like that. He said that's a pretty manly job. Well, he said, whoa, you're working on a meat factory. That sounds like a man in the job. That's probably, like, you know what? Things. You know what? He's probably thinking of that scene from Rocky when he just punches the crap out of the meat until he breaks his knuckles. That's probably what he thinks is manly. And you know what? I agree with him there. I've done that crap. I have done You that. have not punched a thing of meat until you broke your yes. knuckles. Not until I broke my knuckles, but my knuckles I can hurt after every day because I'll be punching meat all day long. So you just be sitting there and the meat is hung up on the meat hook. And you just be like, <clears throat> nah, I only did that once for fun. <laughs> but yesterday, I was running all these ribs, short ribs through the grill, but they got to be a certain, a certain thickness because if they're too thick, they're going to catch in the grill and that ain't good. So we got to flatten them they're down. They're not going to cook all can. the way either. Right. So exactly. So I'd be slapping these, these ribs. I mean, there's, they take the bones out. It's just like short ribs. It's just the meat from the back of it. Yeah. Anyways, I slap this meat on the grill. And the grill is like a conveyor belt. It's a giant thing. It's got blazing flames from like, top, like, bottom, side to side. Yeah, like in the like in the Pizza yeah. Hut things where they like put the raw one in and then like sure. comes out and it's cooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like it's like at Cafe Rio. They put your little tortilla in, it rolls through. Yeah, whatever. Same comes thing. out the other side. Except that, but like times a hundred, at least. So, anyways, this giant grill. I'm putting this stuff through, and I'm just punching the crap. <laughs> I, I'll be punching the crap out of this meat as it's, uh, as it's before it goes into the grill. And, yeah, so, and then my knuckles hurt. So, all right, all right. So just to make this, like, clear, you're not, like, smacking it to get... No, I smack the meat, too, for sure. Right. Just for good measure, you know what I'm saying? I punch the crap out of it, and then just, boom, one slap give, give it, right over the whole thing. Just give it a little tap-tap. Okay. No, I don't tap it. At You're all. good to go, buddy. That's a little too much. You're good to oh, go. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, I do tap. It. I'll be like, all right. Okay. Yeah. You know. Just <laughs> as a signal to the other guys, like I done punched this meat already. You don't have to worry about it. I, I don't tap it through. It's like look at there you go. 
It's like a good cop, bad cop thing. Right. Good cop, bad good, cop. Good meat guy, bad meat guy. Nah, but some of them are way too thick. I'm like, dang, that's a thick piece of meat. I have to put that in a different in a different container so we can like trim it because I'm like, I'm like, this meat way too thick. I ain't even dealing with that. Like, I can punch it all I want, but I ain't gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah, but um, I guess that's, that's yeah. Life at a meat factory. Wow, that's all I do all day. Well, that's meat, yeah, sure. Touching all kinds of meat. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm happy for you, huh? Except for fish. I don't do that. I'm happy for you. I do chicken, <clears throat> turkey, pork, beef. What else they got? Lamb? No, nah, I don't do lamb. How about horse? Nah, no horse. Shark? No sharks. Nothing from the ocean. Ostrich? Not ostrich. All right, okay, just a few types of meat, all right? Hi. <laughs> but we make it Human. all kinds of weights. Mm, there are humans there not processing them though if a human does get processed gotta shut the thing down well, this guy well, I okay, with, how about the, those, he, those he big was, tumblers are they like big old big old hamster big wheels tumblers. they pretty much like yeah. could you get in it and just run no, oh yeah that's how they clean them the dude has to jump in the dang tumbler with a hose and be like spraying it out from the inside it's like a you know a, you know a, <laughs> put a, on like a, a cement mixer put on like a furry you know, body cement suit? yeah I know what you're talking about Cement trucks. It's that, except not on a truck. And you put meat in it instead of cement. See, what you got to do is just put on like a little big old furry mascot suit or something. Cover yourself mm-hmm. up in some Dawn dish soap. Mm-mm. Jump in there. Start bouncing around. I was like, yeah, I was like, that would be some some type of torture. You just toss somebody in there. You could either do it without meat and then toss all the meat in and keep tumbling it. Dang, oh my gosh. Get real tenderized. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's going to get some bruises, man. Show him to the grill. He's going to come out. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. My. It's going to hurt to so put you on come out of hamster? Or you ain't come out at all? Now, listen. One time I was doing this thing. It was a dicer machine. Basically, you just put dump meat in a hopper that's like 20 feet up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Lift. Yeah, I play Minecraft. Mm-hmm. So you dump the meat in the top. And it goes... You know, dices it up, spits it out the bottom. Okay. So, man's up there, standing on top. Not me, other dude. Uh-oh. And he's trying to shove the meat down. He's shoving it with his hands, but then he can't reach. So, he grabs a shovel, a plastic shovel, right? One of them flat shovels. Um, And he's shoving it down with the shovel. Flat? Oh, yeah. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. And we just keep going throughout <laughs> the day, you know what I'm saying? And then... We're bringing the meat into the other room where they're trying to package it. But there, there's this other machine. It's a hot dog machine. You put like some paste. So I make hot dogs too. Yeah. You put the paste in the top and it pumps it out a hose or whatever. And puts you know. it in the little but, packages. Mm-hmm, puts it in the, right, in the casing. But we just take that part off. So it just comes straight out the hose into the packages that we want for this specific type of meat. Oh. It was chicken at the time. Chicken hot dogs? So, no, it wasn't hot dogs. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, just yeah. diced chicken. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Anyway, so they're putting it through, and we're taking out these combos of chicken, to diced chicken for them to put in the packages. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, all up in this machine. They got the mechanics out. They're all looking at the machine. They're like, the machine's jammed. I'm like, yeah, what's new? Every single machine in this place jams. But anyways, at the end of the day, we done diced all our chicken. We're taking our machine apart. 
this this German machine that dices oh, me. No. Anyways, we're taking it apart, and there's just red plastic in it. I'm like, what in the heck? Just jammed up in there with the blades. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, what does this red plastic come from? I look at the shovel. The shovel looks normal. It's straight at the bottom how it's supposed to be. But I look real close, and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, it is straight. But that's because the blade in here is sharp enough to shave with, and it just shaved the end of that shovel right off when the man was pushing it down <laughs> for the. And I'm like, oh heck and heck, and I, <laughs> I'm like, here, you take this, and I'm just gonna walk in. I walk into the other room. The supervisor's over there trying to figure out what's with the machine. They're like, the machine's jammed. We can't figure out why. I'm like, oh dang, I. I, I, I couldn't figure you out. You better be the hero. Why that would be Jim. You better be the no, hero. I said, no, I said, dang, ain't that a fine kettle of fish? And they said, we don't process fish here. I said, it's a figure of speech. And they said, you know what? Everybody just go on break because <laughs> the mechanics need to figure out what's wrong with this machine. And so we all go on break. And I'm like, shoo. I look at the other guy. I'm like, mm, I Boy. bet you anything there's a shovel shoved up in that machine. There's a piece of plastic shoved in the machine. That's what's blocking it. He's like, e-. and I'm like, I had nothing to do with this. I was at the bottom. Wait, you didn't bottom. even tell you was at the top. Like no, nah, but look, we come back from the break and she's like, hey, we figured out what the problem was. I was like, oh, did you? What was the problem? She's like, there was a piece of shovel shoved up in the machine blocking it. I was like, oh, dang. And I look at the other guy and he's like, mm, and he had his fingers pointed together. <laughs> he was looking down. His knees were together. I said, Adios, I got something else to do. And Man. he's just like, yeah, I shoved a shovel in the machine. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> they're like, let's see the shovel. They're like, it looks normal. He's like, yes, it looks normal at first glance, but you look at it closely and it has been cut in the bottom. Wait, hold on. So, and so did this guy know that it happened? Like when it happened? <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, I, heard, I felt the shovel jerk, but I pulled it out and it looked normal. <laughs> He's like, it looked just fine. It was a straight edge, and he's like, all right, it's good. I was like, all right, then. So, <laughs> And we kept going. Yeah. Because, look, we didn't see any plastic in the chicken. No, of course not. But, yeah, but they put it in the machine, boom. But, so, look, anything that comes through that little hose, there's no plastic that came through there. It was just chicken. So all the plastic stopped in the machine and clogged it up. But okay, this QA so you, man. So, okay, so that's good. At look, first, I, I was this thinking QA, that, like, like all the chicken that you guys did like no. got infected or whatever. No. All right. Okay, that's good. Oh no, nothing. There was no plastic in the chicken. Okay. The plastic was caught in the machine. It can't come out through that hose. Because that crap like blends it up and pumps it out like paste. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try not to think of it as meat. I'm just like, I'm just mm-hmm, don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying not to think about it. <laughs> it's just but, it's just uh pink fluffy. Yeah, so the Q8 guy comes out. He's like, what's going on? Why is this machine clogged? Is everybody wearing their mask? I'm like, yep, everybody but you, bro. <laughs> and so he's like, what's going on? And they're like, there was a piece of shovel in the meat. He's like, <gasps> so he goes around looking at all the already packaged chicken. And he's like, what? And the shovel is red, okay? And also, when you, miss with, when you mess with meat, there's little bits of blood, all right? So you look in all these packages, and there's little bits of blood. There's little bubbles of blood. He's like, <gasps> there's little little bitty bits of red in all these packages of chicken. I'm like, hmm. He's like, what? Frick. He's like, trash it all. And so we had to dump, literally, we had to dump tens of thousands, uh, uh, actually, I think it was only 10,000 pounds of 
chicken breast. Wait, why did? And even the stuff that wasn't processed, he's like, chuck it all, chuck it all. Wait, you couldn't, you couldn't explain to him. No, we did. We're like, look, it was a shovel. It got caught in the machine. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's blood. He's like, can't risk it. I see red shovel. I see red in machine shovel. I see red little bits and package of chicken. And I'm like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? That's blood. I'm like, that's little like blood vessels from the chicken, you know? And he's like, he's like, no. I mean, I didn't say that. Like, how long has this guy worked here? I don't know. He's worked there for a while and he's had the same job. He just walks around and he sits, he walks around literally with his hands in his pockets and stares at people until they're uncomfortable. He doesn't know anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know what he knows. No, but he. He has the authority, I guess, because he whipped out his iPad and was typing furiously and and taking pictures and stuff, taking pictures of the meat. I'm like, wow, you're taking pictures of some chicken. You can look at any chicken that they've ever processed, future and past, and there's going to be red bits in it and there's no shovel involved. Yeah. But uh, So we trashed 10,000 pounds of chicken. And we were talking to a guy later, the one of the guys that were higher in charge, and we're just laughing about it. We're like, oh, yeah, how we chucked the shovel in that machine and it shredded up. And he's like, yeah, that cost the company about uh, $100,000. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he's like, that was your one strike. So that happens again and we'll, we won't be joking about it. <laughs> it is like, oh, he's like, oh, dang, you're not throwing, you're not pulling any punches. He's like, no, he's like, we're, we're talking the meat, the packaging, the time and the labor costs and all that. He's like, yeah, about a hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, oh, wow. But yeah, I'm full well knowing that there was not a single piece of plastic in any of that because the Dyson machine cuts it in like three inch chunks. Yeah. So any piece of shovel is going to be three by three inches. That's very visible. And coming through this other machine, it like mixes up the meat, but it doesn't cut up any plastic. That's why the machine jammed because the first sign of plastic come through three by three inches, it jams the machine. There was not a single piece of plastic that went through there. Yeah. So, but he's like, he's like, shut it down, open all the packages Dump it all. So I'm like, dang, can I take some home for my dog? He's like, nope, we gotta trash it all. Uh, that is that is kind of dumb. I, I feel like you, yeah, just just sell it. There's a lot of food. Yeah, if I'm, somebody, I don't if, know if they like, sell, if somebody no, gets I think they sell it to like the dog food companies or something. I'm like, hey, can I just like take as much as I can carry home? Because I have a dog. Like, no. That's my thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Mean. There's a lot of food waste though. Like, if anything falls on the floor, dump before it before it gets yeah. to cook prep. They wash Trash it. it. Oh, uh, they no. They wash it off gotcha. and send it and send it through. But once it's already got all the seasoning on and all the marinade and everything, you can't just wash it off because then you're like, well, dang, now we got a naked piece of meat here, no spackle, no seasoning, <laughs> you no, put no it back through. <laughs> you can't put it back through. So you just dump. It. If it falls on the floor, you just pick it up and Trash it. and dump it in a. In, in a designated trash well, can that a, says inedible. There's a lot of food waste like everywhere you go. I mean, any freaking restaurant. I ever. guess. Well, it's mostly chicken in the world because look, that one thing. He's Chick-fil-A? like, oh, it's just chicken. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, oh, it's just chicken, trash it all. I'm like, that's $100,000, bro. But look, if it was anything else, if it was a brisket, because we do brisket, we do all this roast beef, we do pot roast, like tens of thousands of pounds a day. Like, tons, 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 tons. Filet mignon, we do a lot of that. 
that's expensive. And yeah, though. and so I'm like, I'm like, the piece of meat I am holding in my hands right now is a eight hundred dollars. <laughs> and people just be dropping that sometimes. Like, oops, lift off the conveyor belt. They're gonna have to Whoopsie. trash it. I'm like. I'm like, that is an expensive piece of meat right there. Ow. And sometimes if there's an accident, it'll dump a lot. And they'll be like, I'm looking at $10,000 on the ground. I'm like, that would hurt. Oof. Yeah. You just got to pick it up I'm like, and throw it away. Yeah, they're like, um, try to save anything that's not touching the ground, that's just sitting on other type of piece of meat. But anything that's on the ground ground, trash it. Huh. I'm like, oof. I'm like, hey, let me just shove it in a bag and I'll just drag it home. I'm like, no, trash it. Yeah, shoot, I could use. Yeah, but on the grill, though, use some of that over here too. Yeah, when we're grilling stuff, though, every single time we're grilling stuff, supervisors, me- uh, mechanics, everybody comes over to the grill, and they're like, "Hey, cut us a piece of that meat." So they trim a nice piece of thin meat, oh slap it on the grill, it goes through, and they're waiting at the end, and they pick it up. And they either it's good or they send it back through again, but then they just have a stockpile of meat at the end that just. Everybody comes through from Trimline, from the Tumblr, the Tumblr dudes, because they're just looking for crap to do. They're like, oh, Tumblers are tumbling, so what you guys got? You got the grill going, I see. Let me get some meat. And we're like, yeah, we got a pile right here. And they're like, oh, yeah. And this mechanics come in, they're like, this is my favorite meat ever, carne asada, oh, yes. And they're just munching, munching, munching. And I'm down there. And my supervisor comes up to me. He's like, no te gusta. I'm like. I'm like, no tengo ganas de comer ahorita, wey. I'm like, I'm trabajando right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's like, no te gusta la carne? I'm like, of course I like meat, but like, I'm slapping this crap on the grill and I'm, my hands are covered in raw meat right now. I'm like, chill. And everybody's just like, ah, I don't care. They're like pulling off their masks. Eating uh, this, that's when you got to ask them to feed you. Be like, okay. Yeah, no. Aquí, heck aquí. no. I'm like, yeah, feed me Paco now. <laughs> His name is actually Paco. It's his nickname because his name is actually Rodolfo, but everybody calls him Paco yeah. because he whistles like a dang bird all and the time. And that's a lot easier to say than Rodolfo. Rodolfo, yeah. Rodolfo. I'm just like, Paco. There's this other guy from Cambodia, doesn't speak English, doesn't speak Spanish. He can't communicate with anybody. Nobody can communicate with him. <laughs> How do you everybody get just use some. Everybody just uses some bootleg sign language like over here, go over there, do this and that. Yeah. But he, his, and everybody just calls him Grandpa because his name is some... Um, Thing that nobody can pronounce, so everyone just calls him Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, and he he knows it, and he's like he's like, yeah, I'll be Grandpa. Does he know what Grandpa means? That nobody could communicate <laughs> with. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. He's just like, oh yeah, Grandpa, Ooh. Grandpa. Yeah, he's like Grandpa. the oldest guy there, and he's been working there longer than anybody. Everyone's like, when did this guy start? Everyone's like, nobody knows. <laughs> he's been here since, since it the dawn of time. <laughs> yeah. Like has he always been grandpa? Like yep. I don't even know his real name. Heard it once and I was like, yeah, I don't I'm not gonna remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, at that point you can't even you just, It's hilarious. I'm watching try. the Yeah, I have one supervisor who's like in a in a polygamist family, she wears dresses and stuff. Oh goodness. Only yep. There's I work with like fifteen people in this family. There's like one family and there's like, there's like 15 people and they're all sisters and they all wear dresses and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then there's this guy and then the other supervisor, he only speaks Spanish, no English. And he's trying to communicate with this guy over here and he's just like angrily gesturing. He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh my gosh. 
You got to be the translator at that point. Yeah. No, I can't translate to Cambodian. Oh, oh, oh the, to Grandpa guy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but also when Pac goes over here trying to tell us stuff, he walks over, and he tells, and I'm like, bro, I'm like, I cannot hear what you're saying. He's like, oh, hablas español? Oh, no. I'm like. I speak Spanish, but you're mumbling. And then he speaks to other people who are native Spanish speakers, and they're like, "Okay, huh? What?" <laughs> he's like, "What?" And they're like, "It's." They're like, "You just mumble a lot." He's like, "No, I don't. You don't speak Spanish." And they're like, "I'm from Mexico." Yeah. yeah. No, a lot of people only think that like Americans have accents. But there's all kinds of accents for different languages, like especially Spanish. Like I, I can, mm-hmm. I can understand some Spanish speakers, like really well. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly what they're saying. But then some people, they just talk like so fast, and their accent is so much different than what I'm used to. I'm like, ah oh, man, I got no clue what you're saying. I was, I was yeah, yeah, like something like that. Like I, have <laughs> no clue. See, my boss, the guy that I work for, Wayne, I mean, he's he's like 70-something, and he speaks perfect English. Well, not perfect, but he speaks English, right? And, uh, but his his instructions that he gives me are so vague all the time, and, like, I, I try to do what he tells me to do, and he's like, no, not that. He's like, oh, I'll just do it. <laughs> he, he gets so like frustrated with all this stuff. He's like, hey, hey uh, Landon. I'm like, yeah, Wayne. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, uh, open that fence. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I open the nearest fence to me. He's like, oh, not that one. I'm talking about the one all the way across the yard. And I'm like, Wayne, you gotta, you gotta like tell me that. You gotta explain that to me. Wait, what the heck do you do? Oh yeah. Wait, I've told you this before, haven't I? I don't know. Are you a lifeguard? Uh, I'm only a lifeguard in the summer. But mm-hmm. basically, I work for this guy who does. Uh, I mean, like he's he's like a. He does body work for cars. He like restores old. Um, cars like and his favorite car to work on is like a Dodge Dart 1969 or something anyway but, yeah so I mean like he has all these super sick cars pink Barracuda Plymouth Barracuda banging mm-hmm. car really nice uh, it only has one rear view mirror which is really weird one side view mirror anyway so I uh, I got a random text from somebody from church and she's like hey my ex-husband needs help moving because we're going to get divorced. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I met him and he's like, Hey, uh, can you work again? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then he found out I was an Eagle scout and he's like, normally I start, uh, the people that help me out and work for me at $10 an hour. But since you're an Eagle scout, I'll start you at 12. And I was like, Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh joy. And, uh, that's really nice. And then, I got, so I got to his little property area of land. He lives in like two trailers, two or three trailers and, he, and like, like RV camper type things. And he just like, one of them's like his kitchen and one of them he sleeps in and one of them is like his living room area. And then like, he has like an office. It's real weird. And then he has this huge garage 
where he works on his cars and he uh you know he his dogs he has like five dogs and one of them is fred i hate fred fred hates me we don't we're not on very good terms right now he just he's so annoying you're not on speaking terms with fred the dog no well i i guess he's on speaking terms with me because he always barks at me constantly and i'm like Mm -hmm. fred shut up and like at at one point okay so wayne my boss is so i mean he when he gets frustrated he gets pretty angry and he will get he will get really frustrated and annoyed yeah. with everything. So like Fred is barking at the cows or something because there's cows like right next to his fence. Fred's just barking at his cows and Wayne's sitting there struggling to like put a screw in the wall and it keeps slipping off. And he's like, dang it, dang it. <laughs> and I'm like kind of standing back and I'm like thinking, should I ask him if I should like help if I can help or anything? And I, I just like think I should be quiet. And then he's struggling to put it in. He's like, Fred, shut up. And he's just like yelling so loud. And then he's still struggling. And uh, I mean, he's just like, he, he's Southern dude. So he's, he's cussing all the time. He's just getting so frustrated with everything. But he's so funny to work with. And he's a really nice guy. But when he gets frustrated, it's a sight. I mean, there's things that he said to me. And I'm like, I've never heard that before in my life. But it was hilarious. And uh, I can't really repeat them. Cause More gooder than like poop. It's, it's something like that. <laughs> Except like one time he was getting really frustrated with something. And... Uh... <laughs> Gosh, he was trying to pick something up, and he's like, oh, mother freaking monkey freaking a football type thing. I was like, what does that even mean? And he, like, he was like mumbling under his breath that he does it all the time, like ratchel, fratchel type stuff. Uh, but he's hilarious, and I enjoy working for him. But uh, like, I told him I'd, I had gotten COVID a little bit ago. And he's like, oh, good. I'm going to get my shot, and then I'll call you, and, and we'll talk about when we can work next. And I was like, okay. And he hasn't called me, and I need to call him back, but I've been busy with stuff. Whatever. Yeah, so anyway, that's Wayne. And I kind of miss him. miss that guy. He gave me a Christmas bonus, which is pretty cool. That, you know, people get those. Uh, yeah, but... So so he's like, he's pretty old, right? And he has like some of his teeth are fake. And uh you know, I just thought they were a little bit crooked, but a lot of them are fake and crooked. <laughs> so I go into work one day and I see Wayne, I'm like, Oh hey, what's up, Wayne? And he looks at me, he's like, Hey Landon, what's going on? I'm like, What the like half of his teeth are gone. I'm like, Oh Wayne, what uh what happened to your face? He's like, oh, yeah, I hit something. Uh, and it, it broke. One of my dentures broke the other day. So I'm getting a new one soon. And I was like, what the heck? Anyway, funny guy. Whatever. Okay, ciao, ciao. Yeah, that's enough for now, huh? Oh, I just rhymed. Hey, end on a rhyming note.